Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a wonderful show today. Love, Light, and Melody in Nature with Charlotte. Lee Schultz. Nature for me is like a private sanctuary. The treasures of nature, whether hidden in an open view, soothes our mind, body, and soul. I just love this excerpt by F. Scott Fitzgerald. There is a pleasure in the pathless woods. There is a rapture on the lonely shore. There is society where none intrude by the deep sea and music in its roar. I love not man the less, but nature more. And Mark Twain quotes, a walk in the woods walks the soul back home. So true. Nature gives us that well-needed rest when feeling overburdened, relaxation for renewal, and rejuvenation when we need that spark for inspiration. Spending time in nature effortlessly reconnects us to our inner self and peace within. And our guest today, Sharla Lee Schultz, will shed light on love, light, and melody in nature. An international best-selling author, a notable writer of poetry with collections on various aspects of humanity and nature, Charlotte's inspiration for her life and writing is gathered through nature walks and traveling across country with her calico Norwegian forest cat, Foxy. Transitioning through multiple careers before becoming a full-time writer and poet, her poetic expressions manifested in daily life activities. Charlotte says there is no limit to writing that focuses on daily occurrences in nature. She presently works with a Beacon Educator as an online learning specialist providing professional development for Florida teachers. Charlotte is the author of Echoes and her newest international best-selling book, Catnip of Life Poetry, a poetry collection where each poem is an ode to the magical moments in nature that people often ignore and take for granted. So now I am pleased to welcome Charlotte Lee Schultz on our show today, Love, Light, and Melody in Nature. Welcome, Charlotte. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity and those glorious words that you just presented for you captured the essence of why I write and the catnip of life. So thank you very much. Most appreciative. Well, we're delighted for you to be here with us today. Can you uh, share a little bit about yourself and what inspired your desire to be a poet? 
<laughs> That's, it's very interesting because at this point in time in my life, I call myself a poetic mathematician. Um, writers evolve from every walk of life. As we know, novels come from real life ventures or the are the quarters of the mind, you know, where the imagination reigns. We don't know where some of those thoughts even appear when we pick up a book and we read it because it's so unusual. Poetry, on the other hand, is different. It goes beyond words on a page. Poetry is line by line, feelings, expressions. It's fluid. And if we look at life, life is poetry in motion. So being a mathematician, I was 33 years working in mathematics and science education. Writing was actually lacking any kind of existence on my vision board. I mean, for decades, I didn't really think about uh, writing, especially poetic verse. I will share with you a little something interesting as a child, because when in school and asked to an interpret and thought, excuse me, an author's intention behind a poetic writing, I drew a total blank. I stared down at the words as though written in invisible ink. So why do I write poetry? To me, it was so eye-opening that I was chosen, and I am gracious and grateful that I have been given that gift of a poetic flair. It was in the year around 2000, 2001. I was asked to teach within an at-risk dropout prevention program. These were ninth graders. And for any student, the ninth grade is a difficult year. But when we look at these kids that are at risk of dropping out, the ninth grade is critical. It was during that time of teaching that I challenged my students with mathematical skills poetically. They were given tasks where they had to compose, write uh, rhythmic word problems and put a spin on it that would make it not only real life, but make it catchy and interesting. When you give students a good hook and they see it's something that they can get into and really enjoy, that gets them motivated. And that's what happened with that particular task because these students at that time had no interest whatsoever in mathematics. But when I tied the writing and let them use their creative abilities in their writing, then all of a sudden it was an entirely different environment. Mm. There were, yeah, there were many, many, I guess, uh, success stories that came out of that adventure, such that when I left the classroom and went to work with Beacon Educator, it seemed to flow because I went into writing curriculum. And in writing curriculum, I was preparing lesson plans and unit plans. And within those plans, I was able to bring in those experiences that I had with those kids with that challenge. Wow. And 
it's all in that unit and um, individuals, educators can go online to the um, Beacon Lesson Plan Library and they can put in my name or they can just put in Poetic Math Challenge and actually research and find those lesson plans. They are technology based, so it fits perfect, you know, in the classrooms that we have right now. So that was my start. Okay. Because in having those kids start to thinking poetically, all of a sudden, I started thinking poetically more than what I had done before. However, the, I guess the spark hit in 2004. Jean, it was in 2004 when I woke up one morning and I had scribbles all over a pad that I kept beside my bed. I kept it there because I always have little thoughts to pop in my head during the night, and some of them I didn't want to lose, so I would jot them down. But this particular morning was unusual. And as I read through those notes, I started looking at it, wondering, what does all this mean, and trying to make a connection. And all of a sudden, I picked up on a rhythmic pattern. And when I picked up on that rhythmic pattern, I realized, oh, my gosh. This is poetry. Wow. And I took those notes and those notes became my first poem, which mm-hmm. led to my first book, which was Echoes. Charlotte, and, that is just amazing. You know, uh, your journey uh, through uh, your, your teaching. And, you know, we talked earlier about thinking outside the box and for you, uh, your ingenuity incorporating poetry in the education arena and helping students is truly amazing. And using, you know, your uh, creative skills and that inspiration, as you indicated, jotting down the inspiration uh, from your notes and seeing the pattern and how this turned into your uh, the poems and your 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 books is is just amazing. And thank you so much for just sharing that. A uh, bit of history uh, and how you really inspired students who were considered uh, uh, at risk. So, Charlotte- well, they did. They did. Yes, I want to say one other thing because those students, mm-hmm. they were so bright, but no one took the time to really appreciate and take them under their wing and try to develop the skills. I'm, I shouldn't say no one, but they were somewhat. And on the back burner. And all they needed was the nurturing and the care for someone to bring them forward and find out an interest where they could move on. And And using your poetry and using your poetry really, really inspired them. So let's let's move forward and talk about your inspiration from nature. And obviously you have that affinity (laughs) uh, that inspires your creativity and meaning in life. So how do you get inspiration from nature? It is within the catnip of life that I share my true vision. Because not only is nature vision of everything that we observe, but there is a plethora of voices in nature. And it's that vision of what we observe and those voices, if we just take the time to listen that create the spark for me to want to put into writing what people may be missing 
that's right at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. You can open your door and walk out your door and just go to your car and go to work and never hear the sounds that are around you, never even see the newness in the buds and the flowers and the beauty in the trees and everything around you because the mind is too intent. I have to get to work. Yes. And we're, you know, we're so uh, immersed in the superficial problems of daily life and we miss those moments. And for me, nature just really awakens my, all of my senses. And as you were talking about you know, the sounds, uh, for me, hearing the sounds, the birds, the, you know, the water, uh, uh, the smells of nature, right? Exactly. You know, I, I, there's so much inspiration in nature. I think one of the biggest instances that was a spark for me was when I walked out the door one morning and a neighbor passed by, very glum, frown on the face. I said, good morning, because I'm a very upbeat person. The response was, morning, what's good about it? Mm, yes. And when I looked across the way, in front of where I lived, there was a grassy area. There were some trees, and there was an old bench. And I walked over, and I sat down at that bench. There was overgrown grass and you know weeds and things around it, but I just sat there. And as I looked around, I thought to myself, there's so much beauty in this overgrown grass. There's insects, there's life budding in this grass that people never see. Mm -hmm. And there was a tree with a um, almost dead with dead branches on it. And I looked at that tree and I said, there's a barren tree but it's not worthless because it's standing, it's stalwart, it's strong, and it won't be long. It'll be budding again. Mm, That's the kind of thoughts that I try to portray in my writing so that when people see things around them, they don't see the grayness. They see the brightness. And, you know, we miss so many opportunities. And I love that visualization about how you took that time, you know, sitting on the bench and, you know, really seeing, you know, because uh, sometimes we, we get so immersed in seeing the the, 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 the the things that are not so appealing. But within that, there's so much beauty. Uh, exactly. And, and we're going to talk about in our next segment, you know, more about how nature enhances our well-being and you know, for you to even share your personal experience uh, about how you took that time, you know, to really, you know, immerse yourself in nature. Again, we get so immersed in the daily uh, superficial problems of life. We miss so much. And we're going to talk more about this when we come back from our commercial break. So for our listeners, you know, stay tuned. Uh, We'll be right back with more on love, light, and melody in nature with Charlotte Lee Schultz. She's the author of Echoes and her latest international best-selling book, Catnip of Life Poetry. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, and Charlotte will be sharing some of her inspirational poems. 
Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish consciousloving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you.
You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Charlotte Lee Schultz, on our show today, Love, Light, and Melody, a a renowned poet, author of Echoes, and her new international best-selling book, Catnip of Life, Poetry. You know, Charlotte, as we were talking uh, in the previous uh, segment, it brought to my mind, you know, what nature does for me. Nature keeps me present. (laughs) Uh, We we get so preoccupied with the past, well, immersed in the past, preoccupied with the future. We miss the present moment. And nature really brings me to the present moment. Uh, In our last segment, we uh, said that we would talk about how nature enhances our well-being. Can you share maybe with us, uh, share with our listeners how uh, nature can really, you know, brighten our lives and get us out of the challenges and experiences that we deal with on in our daily life. Yes, I am excited to share that because nature is healing. The healing processes of nature affect our mind, our body, and our soul. When I find myself sitting at the computer, which I do a lot with my education work and, of course, with my writing, I have to get up and move. Now, when I say half, my body tells me, you need to get up and move. When I do, I go outside. As I step outside that door, I take three deep breaths And then I just walk. And as I am walking, I'm looking up the birds, the sky, the trees. What's on my mind completely shifts. Mm. So all the stress that I may have been feeling at my computer, perhaps maybe working with an educator that's having difficulty. And I want to get everything worded right to give them the right feedback and get an encouragement. So my mind is off of what I've been doing at that computer. And now it has shifted into a more tranquil, calm, relaxing atmosphere so that when I come back in that door and I sit down at my desk, I have a clear mind. Mm, I'm not focusing on the problems that I was having before because that's now out of my mind. Now my mind is clear and I can look at it with a total new perspective. And it's amazing how many times I may have written feedback to a teacher, but not sent it because I had to absorb it. When I came back and sat down at my computer, 
I wrote it entirely different because I was looking at it from a different perspective because my mind was clear. And it's so important because so many times, so often, we are very reactive, you know. Mm-hmm. And very, what you, very. You know, what, what you just said, you know, uh, and I talk mm-hmm. about uh, the, the ingredient of love, good temper, you know, being mm-hmm. non-reactive. And uh, as you were sharing, what you do is the same thing I do. I know when I need to stop and take that nature walk or go sit but by That's the it. Yeah, because right. it refreshes and, me and gives me a new perspective on it what does. I'm doing, and, right? Yes, and at the same time, it affects our body because when we're sitting down and all that pressure is, is down, the gravity is down on our body, so our backs, our shoulders, our legs, when we stand up, that stiffness that we feel in our body, our body is telling us, okay, move. Yes. Just the standing helps. But mm-hmm. getting out and doing that walk and, and getting the fresh air into your lungs, I think that is nourishment because you're feeding your body. Mm, and I your body tell yeah, and your body tells you when you need to get up and, and move, you know, or exercise. And I feel like that's that's it. And of course the um Nature's just good for your soul. I think it's just food. I, I, I call it I call it fuel for the soul yes. because it's so nourishing. So um Mm-hmm. And getting out of the busyness, I think we talked about the busyness <laughs> of, of life, you know, to give yourself that well-needed. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the, it's the busyness and business. Mm, okay. Both of those, we get those that, that we endure every day in our life, and it is a break from both of those. Yes. And Charlotte, I think you have some poems that you're going to share with us, uh, Love Like Melody. And uh, beyond the box, but you flow with what you feel you like to share with our listeners. Well, I think it's, I am excited to be able to share my writing. Uh, there, it varies. There is a consistency in it, but at the same time, there are some variances. When you asked me to come on the show, I found it extremely interesting that in Catnip of Life is the poem Love, Light, and Melody. Mm, beautiful. And this is the one I'd like to share with you first. Sure. And in the book, I give a little premise to each poem. So instead of just opening and reading the poem, there's a little lead in. Life's ups, downs, ends versus outs resemble the ebbs and flows of the ocean tides. Moods can be light, though passionate, as melodies harmonize with crashing waves. When tempers flare, passions are left in darkness as the receding tide orchestrates with the moonrise. So what I've done here is make that connection of life, our ebbs and flows through life with what happens with nature and the ocean tides. Mm -hmm. And here's the point. Love thrives in the light absent of dissonant chords, ringing poetically of harmonious accord. Love, light, and melody reside side by side, always with ins and outs, like the ocean's tide. Love can hurt, be blind, leaving emptiness inside. Songs echo loneliness, a time in life like low tide. The mirror of deepest love reflects emotions inside. Moments await rejoicing 
a part of life, like high tide. Melodies and daily blessings lie voiceless inside, from grief to joy, a fact of life, like the changing tide. Mm, Fall, beautiful. Thank you. Well, I, when I was listening to your poem, I thought about the oneness, our the oneness and our connection with nature, and uh, uh, what we are experiencing. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of that connection uh, flowing through life. I wrote an article how we uh, should flow through life like the river, because mm-hmm. you know everything is constantly moving forward, and even through the uh, ebbs and tides, as you indicated from your poem. You know, we do have to let go and flow. We do. We absolutely do. And I appreciate the words that that you just shared with me because that is the intent. And anytime a writer learns from a reader that that intent has been met, that is true success. Mm. And I thank you. I love that love light <laughs> melody. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the second one I'd like to share with you is of um, a different nature because I'm connecting human nature with mother nature. And life, as you said, flows the same way that nature flows. There are storms and there are sunshiny days. There are days that when we feel we can accomplish anything, and there are days when we feel like we can't get anywhere. We've all heard of the expression outside the box. we got to get outside the box, create outside of the box, work outside of the box. This is beyond the box. And I want the listeners to think about the substitution of the word beyond or outside. Okay. Stepping outside the box moves you into unfamiliar territory. Your mindset is different, guiding your life with a new perspective. When you wake up in the morning, arise with thoughts of gratitude. Open the window and listen thoughtfully with a cheerful heart beyond the box. A room bears semblance to a box, ceiling to floor, wall to wall, confining that which is within, posing little change at all. Stuck inside the box stifles creation when the world outside erupts with sensation. Outside a bedroom window surfaces life beyond the box unfurling naturally without the need of alarm clocks. As daylight filters through the window, a new morning comes into view. Without scenes viewed melancholy, but as those bidding the old adieu. Greetings with the beam of light unite the minute your alarm rings. Little else meets early morn except a voice a good morning brings. Consider the birds as they awaken, filling the atmosphere with song, an ambience of joyful melodies to carry with you all the day long. Ponder how nature greets the morning. I the horizon, horizon, everything in between. What unfolds in surprising wonder, 
monopolizes your first scene. Ease toward the window's light, thwarting any thoughts of the day before. Remaining stuck inside the box, this day, days to come, no more. Thoughts now align with the day ahead, beyond the box, into the light, listening patiently, intensely, never missing a moment in flight. Beautiful. You know, Charlotte, through your creative lens and poetic expression, these are lessons for life. And I love the analogy, so perfect, of human nature with mother nature. And thinking beyond the box is absolutely wonderful. And And, and that's so true, because if we think about going outside the box, we're limiting ourselves. Yes. If we go beyond. beyond, there is no limit. It's mm, infinity. I love that. And I love how gratitude is an integral part of your poetic experience. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Yes. And, and it keeps yes. us present. Gratitude keeps us present and appreciate the bounty of life. A lot of times, and I know for our listeners, you're thinking what you, about what you don't have or what you're lacking. You know, uh, you're, you're not good enough or you need more of this or more of that. But nature really puts us in touch with the bounty of, you know, of it, it does. Right? It, it does. And, and that. I, I know, and that's why catnip is so important to me, and I want to get that expression out to my readers because there's no cost. I mean, it's right at our fingertips. It's right under our nose. It's, it's right within hearing distance. We just have to open up and broaden our awareness. Once we broaden our awareness of what's around us, you are absolutely amazed at what can be discovered. And I think we have to challenge our listeners to, you know, don't overlook nature. You know, there's so much beauty and wonder and even the opportunity to connect to your inner self. Uh, right. It's, it's, a, it's a healthy alternative to uh, really stay out of the busyness <laughs> and <laughs> as you say business uh of, of daily yes. life you owe it to yourself it's an integral part of self-care and self-love yes most definitely and if i have time do i have time to share a short poem sure go right ahead this follows the one um what I just read about the morning, waking up in the morning. This is from a sequel to Catnip of Life, which will be coming out, A Touch of Catnip. These poems are quicker and shorter, quick reads to carry a, a person through the day. Absorb the sunrise beginning each new day. Carry its splendor as the heart's mainstay. And this one is titled Sunrise Power. It is morning, just another day, or is it? How do I see it? Rising early, sleeping late? It's all in how I begin it. I arise with the sun etching depth into the hour, promising eventual wondrous, splendid power. The sunrise energizes, synergizes, amplifies, deifies. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Is sunrise inspiration of splendor or the onset of just another day? Yes, that's beautiful. 
to those magical moments, the sunrise, the sunset, you know, <laughs> uh, new mm-hmm. beginnings and even looking at, you know, ending our day. What are some things that we can be grateful for, you know, as exactly. the sun setting or the sun rising or whatever, there's always opportunities to be grateful. I love those little short excerpts, very uh, meaningful and helps us mm-hmm. to be mindful in our daily life. I place those intermittent throughout a catnip of life. And in doing so, that was the inspiration for a touch of catnip. And when you just mentioned the sunrise, uh, for those that pick up the book, A Catnip of Life, there is one in there about the sunrise that's a little quick read that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. So much inspiration. And Charla, you're really uh, helping us become more mindful of the plethora of opportunities and inspiration in nature, an opportunity you know, to rejuvenate and refresh and nourish ourselves. So very important. Well, I think it's time for another commercial break. So don't go away. We will be right back for more on Love, Light, and Melody in Nature with Thank you, Lee Schultz, author of Echoes and her latest international best-selling book, Catnip of Life Poetry. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Essential Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. 
you'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm Dr. Gene Marie, your Love Light host, and joining me is Charlotte Lee Schultz, author of Echoes, an international best-selling book, Catnip of Life Poetry on our show today, Love, Light, and Melody. And Charlotte, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful poems. You really take readers on a transcendent experience, you know, where we can really connect with that harmonizing resonance of nature. And thank you so much for sharing uh, those two poems. And as we return to our third segment, you know, we realized that Nature uh, connects us to uh, well-being and inspiration and so much to be grateful for for as we look at the bounty of life. Uh, What are your tips or takeaways for our listeners as you uh, inspire us with your poems and also how nature can be healing? Well, one thing I want to mention is that in the writing As we read, normally we read and we get to the end and it's over. Catnip is to be read when it ends. That's your beginning because you have just read. Now 
you step outside and you observe, you listen, you embrace, and you breathe and you savor everything that you just read. Mm. Mm. That, to me, is healing because it puts you in a relaxed state or it excites you. And now that's catnip because catnip is an enhancement to the cat that puts it into a state of tranquility or it excites it. That's mother nature. Mother nature can frighten you, excite you, bite you, uh, everything. All of those put you into a state of calm, all rolled into one. That's why it's catnip. Mm. And one thing I want to impress to my readers and those especially that might even want to become writers. A lot of times reading leads you into writing. And that's what catnip does, because during catnip, you are reflecting and you're writing. So as a reader, you can become a writer. Mm-hmm. Become a conscious creator. Allow your mind and your consciousness to be the creator of your words so that you can take what you've learned and your expressions and pass those on to others. That's a huge tip because as you're reading, you read for pleasure, but at the same time, you read for knowledge and also for understanding. And any of that that you can pass on to others, to me, is just icing on the cake, so to speak, because you're enhancing their lives to be better, to do more, to be happier, more joyful, whatever they need to enhance their being. Mm, Beautiful. And I know there are listeners who are, you know, have a desire to find their poetic voice, and those tips are really helpful. Uh, We get, again, immersed in life, lost in life, not being inspired. So we can reconnect to our inner self and find our poetic voice by spending time in nature and doing that quiet uh, self-reflection and self-introspection. Yes. Yes. So, so Charlotte, how can listeners uh, connect with you? Okay. Um, there is a, I have a website catnipoflife.info. On that website, it gives you the introduction into what catnip is. It begins out with poetic reading, but then it also goes into explanation as to what you can expect from the catnip poetry. On that site, there is a connection to my blog which is catnipoflife.com, and also a connection to my book. Now, on my blog, you'll see all of my books. On my info page right now, it's focusing on Catnip of Life. So there is a link to Amazon, and on Amazon, a reader can obtain a copy of any of the books. They are all on Amazon. That would be the easiest way. And then my email is poetry by Sharla at gmail.com. Okay. And do you have a a gift for listeners? Well, my special gift, I guess, today for listeners, you're coming from all over the world. 
So it would might be difficult, you know, to really know what I could present, you know, or, or get to someone. But I have the neatest little tote bag. <laughs> and this tote this tote bag is is one that you could carry around with you, you know, wherever you want. Um, it's perfect for books um, to take, you know, books to different places. So if my readers would email me and get in touch with me, and I haven't really decided exactly. I, I, I want to be fair about this. I may have to get with you, um, Jane, to know exactly. I would like to give one um, to a reader that you know has been on the show and listened today. Um, so give me some help here, I guess, from you. I could get a little bit of help as yeah. how this is normally done. Would you look at your first contact, maybe your 100th, well, your 10th? Uh, you know, I, I would love to do this. Well, I think uh, what would be good, since you have a tote bag that you would love to give away uh, for the first uh, listener who email you and uh, highlight love light <laughs> and maybe share what they learn from the show. Maybe they can be the recipient of your uh, tote bag. How about that? That would be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome. And awesome. then of course, on your website, there are all kinds of resources. Yes. Yes. And yes. uh, Charlotte, you have uh, uh, upcoming books or things that you're working on now that you like to share? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my writing board is just it's packed. <laughs> I have a touch of catnip, which is the short poetry and also voices in nature In voices in nature. You get various scenes where one might be a little bit of um, a sad scene and then they get to picture the flip side. How can you change that scene and make it more enjoyable? That's in Voices in Nature. It's, it's kind of neat the way that one worked out. Uh, I also have Catnip Short Stories, which are going to be voices from the crowd. I want to, I'm going to be holding a workshop this summer, and I'm inviting writers to come in. Uh, I'm hoping to do it by Zoom also, where I can pull in people from not just the area where I live in Panama City, Florida, but I want to pull writings from other people. I want them to share with me their stories of how nature has affected them. What have they seen in life? What in life gives them a particular thrill or joy or helps them to heal? And I want to take those stories and they're going to become a book. That would give me the opportunity to highlight other writers, which mm. I think would be absolutely phenomenal. Great. And then my biggest challenge, the best one yet, is my children's book. And that's called Buzzin'. And it's B-U-Z-Z-I-N with apostrophe. And it's a, it's, a, it's a little book with the characters, three Bs, and of course, a cat. And that one is hopefully going to be come out, come out this year. Oh, wonderful. So many good books in the making and uh, uh, your books can be an entree to uh, yes. some of the, uh, I guess, for readers and listeners who may be interested in sharing how nature inspires them. <laughs> for that's, that's true. That's true. And back on the segment where we were talking about the body and how nature heals the body, um, there's a book, The Inside Effects, How the Body Heals Itself, that will be coming out in June. And I'm a co-author in that book. 
So that's one that the readers can put on their reading board as a future reading. There is also a documentary, a film that will be coming out, but the book is a supplement to the film. Mm, and you uh, had a television show that you were a guest. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I was a guest on the local TV, uh, Channel 7, uh, WJHG Channel 7, here in Panama City, Florida, which you can anyone can go on Facebook and put in WJHG Channel 7 and be able to watch the interview. I was very pleased the way the interview went. The hosts on the show were most graceful, graceful, just like you, made me feel extremely comfortable, and I feel like that it went real went real well. And then I have two book signings coming up in the Panama City area next month, the Press Downtown um, Coffee Shop in Panama City, and Something's Cooking on Harrison Avenue here in Panama City. The Press is on May the 12th, and Something Cooking is on May the 25th. All right, wonderful. Well, hopefully uh, for those who uh, visit your website, they can find out more about those events. Well, thank you so much, Charlotte, for being that beacon of joy using poetry to encourage people to see life at its best by becoming one with nature and showing us how to become more aware and appreciate the simple joys and experience that inner happiness uh, and to get out of the busyness and business of life that we all desire. And so for our listeners, check out Charlotte's books, visit her website to learn more. And uh, we're looking forward to that recipient of her, her special gift today. <laughs> yes. And the best way for them to contact will be right through the web shop, website, because on the website, okay. there is a place where they can just click and, and contact me. All right. So we encourage listeners to tune back in on demand and listen to our show, share our show with others and connect with Charlotte to go deeper. Uh, so join us for our show next week, Spontaneous Brilliance with Sandra Kavanaugh. Strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice exercise that's posted on the blog pages of my websites, jeanfarishjourney.com and drjeanmariefarishconsciousloving.com. Much gratitude to the Boyce America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, well-being is your responsibility. Take time to nurture and nourish yourself. Nature refreshes our mind, body, and soul. Enjoy the wonder, beauty, and harmony of nature. The earth has its music for those who will listen. That's a quote by George Santayana. And being in nature is good for self-care. Access my article, uh, Why You Must Think of Your Inner Sanctuary as Home, that's published in Savannah East, where I highlight home is healing, home is peace, home is presence, home is love, and nature helps us connect to our inner self. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. 
Be sure to join Dr. Jean-Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.